Welcome to the Review Crew Podcast, Review Cues. I'm Dylan King, and if you don't know, I work with other staff on a weekly show called Review Crew, where we discuss the latest trailers, movies, and entertainment industry news. After 10 plus years in production, Review Crew is still running better than ever. But you can imagine how difficult it is for a weekly show to cover absolutely everything regarding industry news and entertainment and cultural events in general. As an opportunity to engage with us in a more casual setting as we tackle different aspects of industry news each week. And before we get started, I'd like to thank the folks in the room with me. The day ones of the Review Cues podcast, Mr. Bobby Fodera. Hi. <laughs> Mr. Owen Hananel. Hello. And Miss Jenna Smith. Hello. Schmidt, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> okay. And today, <laughs> I thought you said something else. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I heard that too. We're only a week away from the Oscars, and I was kind of curious. We did this review crew show on the Oscars where we had Cameron and Deprina discussing all of the nominations. So I was like, we can do that too. Let's uh, let's check out some of these nominations and give our thoughts. Yeah, yeah I'm not really a in front of the camera person, but I do like doing the podcast. And they were saying, "Oh, I haven't seen this one," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I saw that one." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I saw every one of these, and you're getting every one of these picks wrong." <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. I thought so, their picks were. Um, I didn't agree with them. Not, <laughs> we're we're here to we're here to Some set the record straight in in simple English. Um, so let's start with the first category on the website. Performance by an actor in a leading role. We uh, got we got a Joaquin got, Phoenix. So Joaquin Phoenix was good. The, Adam uh, Driver was good. Leo was good. Uh, Jonathan Price was good. I don't know. Like what? Do you, yeah. So the only one I haven't seen is Pain and Glory. Uh, mm. and Antonio Banderas uh, has Antonio the nomination Banderas. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but that's the only one that I don't I don't know about the rest of these these films I've seen. And I really enjoyed the performances from all of these people, but I'm going to have to say my pick and probably also, no, wait, my favorite, I think, is Adam Driver. Yeah. I really thought his performance in Marriage Story Blue, Scarlett Johansson's Out of the Water, whoops. Um, no, I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, it's That's Adam Driver's movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, 100% Adam Driver's movie, and I think... That that's why like I kind of want him to win because I think he was just phenomenal. I don't think Marriage Story should have been nominated for Best Picture. Hot take, but I think he deserved the nomination for Best Actor, and I think, but I think that Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree. I think yeah, he's basically a lock to win. Yeah, I think Adam Driver deserves it, but Joaquin's going to win it. Not that Joaquin doesn't deserve it, but um, Adam really really took it. I think Joaquin deserves it, but uh, hundred <clears throat> percent. One thing. Oh my god! I typed. So I, I meant to Google Golden Globes. I typed in Golden Gloves. There's actually a thing for that. But <laughs> GoldenGloves.com. So anyway, at the Golden Globes, uh, one thing I found interesting. This isn't really related to the Oscars, but it's related to Adam Driver. Uh, they showed a clip of him acting in Marriage Story, and uh, people on Twitter were like, "Oh, why would why would you show like that clip? Everyone knows Adam Driver hates watching himself act." Right. Right. Which I thought was kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's an awards show. Like, what That's are they going to do? Change the rules? Also, yeah. He can just not look. Yeah, he can just look down. But <laughs> poor dude. Like, Oh, so he can go to the go, just go to the bathroom. Wait, I mean, but that's like that's what people like got well mad about. Yeah, it's a phobia of his. That's oh, that's people. what people got mad about. It's like, oh, why'd you leave when yeah. they showed your movie? And he's like, oh, I just don't want to watch myself act. Because on a podcast, he left like when they showed his clip, and that he like told them beforehand. And also, he went on last year, and they did the same thing. And this time, he just left because like they just were disrespecting him and his wishes. Oh. I think it's a good break from the typical kind of hubris and the. 
the lives and the personalities that these Hollywood stars are, yeah. where they are yeah. very attention oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate when when Adam can bring a little humility yeah. to that. It definitely yeah. seems like more of just a low key guy, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we all know this guy's name is Adam Garrity. <laughs> Why does Adam Garrity sound exactly like Adam Driver? Is that a, like a hot take, <laughs> Bobby? Well, Adam. Adam, you said. Uh, he, oh yeah. He also yeah. looks pe- like Adam Driver. You too. said he was a, a mix between two people. Between uh, Adam Driver and uh, John Mulaney. <laughs> yes. Very accurate. Yes. No, and he sound and he like he also his voice is a mix between Adam. Like yeah, you know he talks night. like yeah. John Mulaney, Shoot. but sounds like Adam. And he Driver. looks more like like John, Adam Driver too. And Adam Driver is on SNL this weekend, so that's why he's also very big in the news. Yeah, true. You true, know true. what? Adam Garrity. Podcast number three. I think we could. <laughs> Where are you, Adam? I think we could get it. And then we can compare his voice. Yes. We'll, we'll put a clip. Tune in next week. Yeah, because I'd like to put a clip of Adam Driver speaking and then have Adam Garrity say the same nothing. thing. <laughs> so you are I know, nothing, Ray. I know. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, go, I was going to say, is Adam Driver also from New York City? Do we no know idea. that information? Just in marriage story. That's all <laughs> okay. I know. Um, He's a Marine? I, yeah. wasn't, okay. he, wasn't he like from Indiana or something, but moved to New York? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah! In Mary's story, he was They're from like, Indiana. He moved to the most New Yorker. Like, he was. He's not even from New York, but he's the most New Yorker. Yeah. like kind of. Um, so I okay. know we're movie. meant to be talking about the the Oscars, Oscars. <laughs> yeah. but this is this is a I guess a tumultuous uh, first <laughs> tumultuous. first month. It's not really tumultuous. Just a, a lot of stuff is happening. Super the, the last Super week. Bowl's next week, or I mean, Super, Bowl, Super, Super Bowl's in two yeah, days from now. Duke games tomorrow, uh, <laughs> but uh, the Grammys was last week. Did yeah, you, any of you guys watch it? I heard about all the controversy and like how it's just like was such there a even joke. Controversy? I mean, the most it controversial was, thing I heard was uh, Tyler the Tyler Creator just like yeah, basically calling out the Grammys on categorizing black people under the urban yeah definite like yeah. definition of music. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've been a proponent for. I mean, I guess since I started really like paying attention and listening to a lot of music and uh, looking at the Grammy nominations, uh, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, yeah. if you if you listen to Igor at all, it's not really a majority hip hop album. It's, what is an urban? It's like album? more of a yeah. pop, like, right? Yeah. yeah, nah, not he, about it. Yeah, Tyler, probably the yeah the biggest controversy. I guess he said uh, saying put like putting like black people's music into an urban category is a more politically correct way of saying the yeah. word. Yeah. It's just it's, it's colonizing people's music. Yeah. He, he also <laughs> talked about like there's like he went he was in a room of like like some of the most famous people and like he told them like you have the power to make a, a good or like award show and like mm-hmm. they're yeah. talking about maybe doing that. Keep jumping from that, I saw Joaquin Phoenix a minute ago. He was talking about his work in The Joker, and he was like, man, F the establishment. He cursed on live TV whatever. Um, and the whole thing, I was like, wow, what a hypocrite. What a stunt. He has the clout and the power to be able to change this. He is part of the establishment by allowing himself to be up for this best actor. He's playing into it, but he's also mm-hmm. having his cake and eating it too. Wait, are you talking I don't know about what literally Joker? About. Like no. the movie? No, no, oh, no, no, okay. no. no. Yeah, he, he, he did an interview uh, or he yeah, gave he gave a speech, I should say, and he was up it was for it was for an award he won. Oh, probably the SAG Awards. I think. And he was like, Wow, I'm so thankful to be here. Um, but also this Hollywood system is so corrupt, yada yada yada. And I'm like, God, dude, come on. Come on. Like you have you have the potential to do that, but you're making money through the system, and as long as it continues to benefit you, you're not going to take any real steps to address the systematic issues within it. Hmm, interesting. So Actions speak louder than words. Same, like <laughs> no, like let me let me be clear, like I, me as well. Like I am, I'm applying for internships at NBC and like Disney, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll I'll buy into the system. Like I'm okay turning a blind eye to all the horrible crap we don't that have goes the power on. Power to change it yet. 
because yeah, I want to make money yeah, and yeah. I'm in debt. <laughs> Yeah, like we don't we don't have the power, so we have to like first work our way up, yeah. ways up through the system. I guess that's that's kind of like the ultimate fu. He's taking the award and uh, boosting his prestige, but he's also saying, "Yeah, fuck, fuck that." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> got to cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so actor in a supporting role, you got Tom Hanks uh, for the movie that I forgot existed. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Agreed. Hopkins, Two Popes, that was good. Al Pacino and it. Joe Pesci in The Irishman, cool. Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time. Uh, I'm gonna lock in Mr. Pitt from what the movies I've seen. Yeah, I've only seen Brad Pitt. I haven't seen any of these other movies, sadly. Yes, like, me too. I mean, Anthony Hopkins was great in yeah, the two popes. Yeah, I think I think Anthony Anthony Hopkins played a good old Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we know him, we love him, yeah. Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. <laughs> yeah, but I also think um, okay, so we got two we got two nominees from The Irishman. In my opinion, I think uh, Al Pacino outshone. Uh, Joe Pesci in this. Huh. I, that's just my opinion. I, that's what I heard. So if they were going to go from one of those, then it'd probably be Al Pacino. But again, I, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and agree with Brad Pitt on this. Yeah, Brad Pitt's been getting all the awards. Like he got the SAG Award, the BAFTA, and the Golden Globe. So yeah. he's yeah. pretty much a lock. I, I I really do like his character in Once Upon a Time, just as the it's deconstruction a, of I feel Quentin's it's his movie. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a Quentin writing a deconstruction of his typical male protagonist, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I didn't really, love it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I really love. I think he was a great, uh, a great fit for the role, um, and just played like a really interesting, funny character. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the kind of dry humor and him just really like going along with everything, not really caring. <laughs> like, the, like the entire end was was made okay because of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he he, he was kind of like, and then when he's like on drugs because of that, <laughs> and it kind of it also just played into the whole like. I don't know. I, I thought a lot of like the editing in Once Upon a Time was pretty funny. Like just the whole uh, like how that the acid dip cigarette came into play at the end. <laughs> he just walks in and DiCaprio is like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Just bought an acid dip cigarette." And then right because like, it, it's it, the '60s yeah, and dude. it flashes back to a girl asking him, "Hey, you want an acid dip cigarette?" Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I think back on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I like honestly think more about, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think about Brad Pitt's storyline a little bit more for some reason, and I, I honestly have a hard time categorizing uh, Leo as the lead actor and Same. Pitt as the supporting actor. I think it's a, I think it's a duo movie. It's, I like, yeah, it's like I a really buddy cop that. But I really think movie. it's like from Pitt's perspective, like the yeah. entire film, and I don't like how like Leo's been put as the like the lead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, it, it's about... Maybe just telling a story about like Hollywood as a whole and like just a little a little tidbit that didn't really exist, but uh, why? Yeah, I know I agree with that. Um, now we're getting on to performance by an actress in a leading role. Uh, we got Cynthia from Harriet, Scarlett from Marriage Story, Saoirse. 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 Roman. ASMR. Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Roman. Charlize Theron from Bombshell. Renee from Judy. I've, I've only seen one of these movies, and it was Little Women. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen Little Women in the Marriage Story. I saw Bombshell in oh, Marriage oh, okay. Story. Wait, okay, I saw Marriage Story. Um, but uh, from everything, like, that's How did you think about Bombshell? I didn't see it yet. I thought it was good. Like, I was surprised that got any nominations. I think it's ridiculous that um, uh, Margot Robbie got nominated. Like, oh, did she suck? Oh, just, like, just, like, just also over um, the other woman, and I forget what the other sporting actress was. Sure. But, um, but like, 
she was just, she was fine. She had a small role in the movie. Okay. But like also like with everything with tracking all the other awards, it looks like it's Renee Zellweger's um, award to lose. Like apparently, I haven't seen the film, but like I heard she was amazing in the role. Mm-hmm. And like the f- movie's apparently just okay, but like her performance huh. is probably yeah. My like, mom that's, saw that's the movie. She loved it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird. Like that's been a weird thing for me to process as a sim- like a viewer of the Oscars is what happens when a movie is so mediocre, but like one. person person does super great from that and it's competing against like little women and marriage story you know what i mean yeah. Who, like do which do are the, like more ensemble cast like judy's like right. more just like about it's a biopic right 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 um i don't know i'm gonna go with little woman here yeah i mean i i really want saoirse ronan to take this award just because she really was phenomenal and she she plays that character so well uh, Joe March, it's like she was born to play Joe March. <laughs> I'm really, I really believe that, and um, she has that like defiance about her, and like, and like a, a boyish, defiant Tom girl type of uh, character. I think she did phenomenally. Um, I thought Scarlett Johansson, honestly, like she's not gonna win. She did yeah. great. Like she, yeah, she's, she's not good. gonna win. She, but she's not gonna win. Jo- she has a better chance with Jojo Rabbit. With uh, I completely yeah. agree. Um, I completely. I, agree. I still don't believe she's she. She maybe I don't know, but like if you, if you're a betting man. I think Judy's like Renee Zellweger is Jenna a betting yeah. man if you're a betting woman uh, no I mean I do a little gambling here and there but I don't know <laughs> like in Uncut Gems which was snubbed yeah I think uh, oh uh, we talk about coming snubs. to Netflix soon is it actually I think I think it is I have the Safdie brothers tweeted like coming to Netflix in 50 languages or whatever ooh That's okay cool. well I think my favorite is Saoirse Ronan but like my prediction is Renee Zellweger okay Right? Awesome. Can we do that? Can we? Can, can I sure. always have almost a favorite and a prediction? Yeah, like, that's yeah, how yeah, it should be. That's right. Yeah. Sadly, that's how it is. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> so, performance by an actress in a supporting role nominee. Hit us with the stats. Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Again, didn't see Bombshell, but uh, what did you think of Margot Robbie in that movie? She like she has one great scene, and like everything else is just like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I don't know, I just don't. I see a lot of other performances that were snubbed that I would put in, in place of Margot yeah. Robbie, yeah. like anyone in Parasite, for example. Mm, I would say probably for this one, I have only seen Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, and Little Women, but I would probably say Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit. I mean, her character was probably more integral to the story than Florence Pugh and Little Women. Yeah, of them, I would probably, like, the want would probably be ScarJo because she's had a bomb year with all the movies she's done. But mm-hmm. if there, if the one that I think is going to get is Kathy Bates because she's been hmm. getting the traction for it. Yeah. And, like, even, she's, like, the standout performance in the movie, which I think Richard Jewell is a fantastic movie. Well, not fantastic, but a great movie um, that's not getting enough praise. But she's, like, the standout. And, and she's mm-hmm. got a, a bunch of great scenes. Right. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Richard Jewell, but I do love Kathy Bates and appreciate her from her roles on American Horror Story. That's what I know about Kathy Bates, and she always does a great job um, embodying all those different roles. Um, I don't think, like, Laura Dern's part wasn't, I don't think it was big enough in Marriage Story to really have a nomination here. Well, like, she kind of, like, commanded every scene she was in. So, like, she, yeah. but also her, char- her character. It was also her character. Yeah, have you guys ever that? seen Big Little Lies? No. So no. she plays the same exact character on Big so Little Lies. So she's being typecast as, like, the and how, how is she yeah. in Little Women? No, but in Little Women, she plays the opposite character. Okay. So she, like, I, uh, I, not that I don't see flexibility from her, but 
some people might have thought that Laura Dern's performance in Marriage Story was really good, but for me, it was just something I'd seen from her before. Mm, so I was wow. like, eh, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I, I think I think you're right. I think Kathy Bates is the favorite for this, but um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson and JoJo yeah, Rabbit. Yeah, I, I see it. Just like for, if Florence Pugh for, like has been having a fantastic like this is her first big year, and I can't wait to see what's coming her for her mm. next like. She's had a great year. Yeah, so she's really, really, really good. Midsummer, Midsummer. L- Little Woman, and then uh, Fighting With My Family was really good, too. I haven't seen that. It's, it's on uh, Xfinity, whatever. Mm. All right, so best animated feature film. Hey. I only saw one gang. of these. It was How to Train Your Dragon. Same. I saw two of these. I saw, I saw f- five, four of these. Whoa. Oh. So you can talk about it most. Bet, yeah. Um, <laughs> Owen, hit me with your thoughts on Dragon. On, on Dragon? On Dragon. I thought it was pretty good, honestly. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the other ones more. The How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, yeah pro- the first one is probably my first favorite the best. out of these Agreed. two. And then second, I liked more than three. So it was mm-hmm. just like diminishing returns. I did think the the animation was just really impressive in How to Train oh, Your yeah, Dragon. I yeah. mean, the whole like kind of underground world mm-hmm. that they showed uh, was and pretty like, amazing. Yeah, because like they have a lot of time between movies, so they they revolutionize like their animation technology mm-hmm. between yeah. each one. The, the cinematography. The cine, as some would say, the cinematography. <laughs> Spice it up. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked How to Train Your Dragon. I really liked the soundtrack from that movie. That's really the only thing I remember is just some like dope Celtic drums banging we the entire time. We did review this yeah. if you want to check out from, our review. Bobby and I remember Dylan didn't like it that much from when we saw it, but I don't know what he's thinking now. <laughs> you know what? It's good. It, it and Toy Story 4... Probably the ones that are going to win, but like I, yeah, I don't like them those personally. Two. Um, I heard Klaus the, was really good, but I haven't. Klaus seen it. amazing. Missing Link. Missing Link is the best animation of all these movies. It's like stop motion, right? Yeah, or like, it's the, it it's the like, most lifelike, beautiful, artistic, deserving to win. It's not going to yeah. win. Like, <laughs> anyways, I, I I liked Missing Link. Klaus is very deserving. I lost my body. It's a really great foreign film. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Like you have the time. Check it out. It's right. worthwhile. It's a cool, um, cool concept. That's that's an animated film that goes above and beyond by not just having like, oh, it's animated. Make a stupid story for kids. It actually has like some meaning and and I don't know. It's fun, an original concept. Okay, and those are my thoughts. So no, no. Can you give us your prediction and your favorite? I don't even have a favorite. Is the thing. I'm not gonna lie. Like, because each of these, I think they lose a lot by clumping animated feature together. Yeah, it's kind it, of a. Sham at this point. Because there's some that are 3D animated. There are some that are 2D animated, then scanned into the computer and lit in a 3D environment. Wait, which one does that? Klaus. Oh. And it looks mm. huh. like that for like from a cinematography of an animated feature, Klaus takes it. Comparing apples and oranges. I did I did do a podcast with Marie Pascal for the Cine Journal conglomerate in DKA. We can tag it. Tag that podcast <laughs> below this. Um, yeah, they created this whole category after Beauty and the Beast was like getting all the Oscars. So like they're kind of like just how they a few years ago they were doing like most popular category and then they scratched that. Yeah, it's kind of like a they're like just oh your animated films you can so, right. I don't know. And I think it does a disservice and makes yeah. people in the animated feature industry think oh this is only for kids and we can't make any genre pushing or medium pushing films. Oh, yeah. Which I think animation has so much potential in the adult market that it doesn't t- try. Did you ever see Persepolis? 
That's one of my favorite animated films. It's really good. Check it out. I don't, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but Perce- that's like something that I think it's about. Well, I'll just give you a quick. It's about this Iranian woman who comes to um, America and like it's about her life in Iran and then, she, you know, how she had to leave and whatever. It, it, but it's like you said, it's like a really good provocative, like boundary pushing film. And um, it's animated, so like I would hate to see that clumped next to How to Train Your Dragon. I really would. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like painful to watch. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that was ever in the Oscar like circuit, but but regardless, I I I completely agree with what you're saying. All right, as we. As, as we wrap up, are there any other standout categories that you guys are looking at? I'd say the, the cinematography, cinematography. Uh, achievement in cinematography nominees are they're maybe all, some, they're some of good. the most impressive movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, like 1917 just saw last weekend, but it's uh, probably Roger. Like, yeah, I've seen all these, but Irishmen and like they've had, they, yeah. even though I didn't love Once Upon a Time, it had some good cinematography, but like it's for beautiful. Sure. Yeah. And then Lighthouse for like the weird aspect ratio it had, it's had some beautiful and black and white cinematography, yeah. but I think it's, it's 1917's to lose at this point. Like really? Like I, I think for the achievement, the, the Lighthouse I think is definitely a, uh, an underdog, maybe a dark horse in this I category. I wish it got like nominated for more, but <sighs> yeah, 1917, it's like everyone's talking about it for That's that, true. It, that. It's definitely the safe bet at this point. Let me just say. Seeing, I would vote Joker, but it's mine. Really? <laughs> seeing, seeing, no, I think Lawrence Cher and Joaquin and the soundtrack did the most for Joker. Yeah. Seeing, seeing the lighthouse, me and my roommate in an empty <laughs> theater, like by ourselves at 10 p.m., like that, that was probably the perfect setting to see it. And so that, that movie will always hold a, uh, a special place in my heart. Yeah, I'm going to go with 1917 on this one. I think that the, the Lighthouse had some really interesting and different things about it. So I, I kind of agree it could be a dark horse in this category. But I think 1917, I mean, the way that they just completed a full movie, tracking shot, all the hidden cuts were seamless. Everything was... They invented a new camera to shoot this movie. <laughs> Ari invented a new camera. So I'm not sure, like, what what the... the um, standards are for what's going to win the best cinematography here but if they invented a new camera if you watch any of the behind the scenes stuff for 1917 it's absolutely amazing the kind of stuff that they did for this and like I think it could win production design too because I mean they dug there's so much to consider (laughs) the way way they paced they acted out the film like completely and then they dug the trenches after they paced out like all the scenes and the timing for everything right so so it it was custom built at a certain point I wonder the scenes is it even a cinematography award or is it just like dope pre-production, follow through in production, and then like like a good movie, <laughs> like yeah. just, just a good movie. It just falls short on the screenplay and story. No, right. See, I think and it's character. a cinematography award. I do. You yeah. think back on some of those shots. Cinematography. One of the, one of the, the ones I remember the most like uh, in the forefront of my mind is at the very end. He's walking towards this tree and the tree's so dead center and it is like so ridiculously pleasing. And then the, another one I remember is like the whole town is on fire around him and he's walking through this archway and you see like a kind of a cross and then that that dark figure yeah. starts around. And like that dark figure that was when a you shot. think about those long shots and how they had to plan like eight or ten minute shots beforehand. I mean it's obviously like twenty minute shots. Yeah, like some of them are ridiculously long. Like and still have them look that beautiful and know where the camera's gonna be. I don't know. I gotta say it's 1917. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna move on to like best directing now? I'm gonna yeah. choose I'm gonna choose one that is way down here, way for something super weird, just because I feel like we need to spread the love, give some recognition to usually 
un-not talked about categories. I'm going to go for achievement in sound mixing, which is well, there's also sound some, editing. some new movies. Sound mixing? There's sound mixing versus sound editing. Yes, yeah, sound mixing is what I'm going for. How do you place all of the, how do you create a soundscape within your film? So Ad Astra, didn't see it. Ford versus Fry, did not see I it. I saw it. Joker, get it out of this category. Fuck you. The footsteps were... R- ridiculously inconsistent. There were multiple times that just Joaquin walking took me out of the movie. I, it doesn't have a place in sound mixing. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that. 1917, beautiful. Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood, pretty good from what I remember. I haven't seen it, but I, he- I heard Ad Astra has some amazing sound mixing. I saw like the clip of them on the moon. It's there. I just mm-hmm. heard they had a very interesting take on like doing moon audio and all that. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to moon say it. Audio. Based well, off yeah. the... Like, yeah, I mean, creating that space atmosphere. Because it's like... Mm-hmm. You, like mm. the vibration, <laughs> like instead of like you can't, it's a vibration getting that effect. No one actually knows what it sounds like on the moon because you know you're in that like you know the people that have been on the moon, you know they're yeah, in like a off. suit. Yeah. Here's a hint: it doesn't helmet. sound like anything. <laughs> we have to for science. Jenna's gonna go to the moon and take off the helmet. There's no medium for sound to go through, so I think it sounds like nothing. Yeah. The only the only three I've seen out of that category is Once Upon a Time, 1917, Joker, and I'd, I'd have to give it to 1917. Oh. Agreed. Agreed. Based off oh. sheer like attention to detail, just I like forgot, we got to talk about Ford vs Ferrari. I, I know okay. none of you've seen it, but like it, like the sound, like the sound is amazing in this film. Like it, like a lot of the film is like cars driving, yeah. But like, um, it's like the way they build the tension through like the editing and the mixing of the audio. It's beautiful. So I, I would, I would want of the ones I've seen, Ford vs Ferrari would be the one I would want. But probably I think Ad Astra from what I heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would love to, I would love to uh, go into best adapted screenplay. Yeah. Just because I'm a giant advocate for Greta Gerwig for this, for this, I think she should have been nominated for best director. Agreed. It's fine. She wasn't, but she was nominated for best adapted screenplay. And as somebody who read the book that the screenplay was adapted from, and like. It's not. I would. I would not categorize this as a remake of the older movie. This is adapted from the book. Okay, from the novel, <laughs> and she. The novel. She was. She masterfully made the cuts and from um, intercutting the past and the present and when the girls were younger and when they're older and and it's it's just so so well adapted from the book as somebody who cares a lot about what people do with films from novels and how they can ruin them and or how they can do it well this is one of my favorite 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 screen ap- adaptations of a book that I've ever seen so if she doesn't win this category catch me in the street so what are the other uh, and nominees? that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> what, are the nomina- what are the other nominations? Uh, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. um, Stephen Zalian for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, uh, Anthony McCartan for Two Popes, and Scott Silver for Joker. I, I guess they're together. Yeah, the Joker ones. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Oh, wait, let me see this All right. one. Okay. From yeah. your passion alone, Little Women sounds great. I just, I wouldn't give it to any of the other categories because I wouldn't, I don't see an achievement in any of them. Wait, Haiki, I don't know what the other ones are adapted from. Right. So, Ginger Rabbit <laughs> uh, based off like a, a book. Okay. Joker is based, the Joker. He's right. A, yeah. Okay. Well, but it's, like it's, it's basically an original story and they just. <laughs> That's took, what I think. But it's still adapted because right. the, the character is adapted. The character. Right. Irishman is based off a book and then Two Popes is also based oh, off I a book. Oh, I knew Irishman was based. I Paint Houses, right? right? Yeah. I it's think it's called, it's called I Paint Houses. So, oh. 
Shoot, There's I, that I one line that. in The Irishman. It means it I heard you paint houses because like he spills their blood, and then that's the painting that. Do you get it? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My Big dad told me that. <laughs> no, my dad and I watched it together, and it's based off of like wow. mobsters that are in the area, like where I that, live. Oh, <laughs> so, that's comforting. Yeah, <laughs> nice yeah. bedtime story. <laughs> you know, they talk about Pittston. That's right near Scranton. Give me half one. Yeah. So there you go. Shoot. I guess I'll, I'll weigh in here. I didn't read any of the original, I guess, uh, of any of those. I mean, I saw Little Women. Uh, the Joker, I, I think, is an interesting pick to put in this category just because of the how it stirred the pot in, in Hollywood and just like just making a extremely dark portrayal of the Joker and uh, from, you know, like a kid's comic originally. I just not, not a kid's comic. Well, re- 1960s, 1950s like, yeah. Batman. But like in the, in the 80s and 90s, like the Joker they're portraying is like, they, they, there's a lot of rated R Joker shit. Huh. I, I, I just thought I just thought it was interesting his uh, his portrayal of the Joker and yeah. I'm more interested Joaquin. in the original screenplays on honestly. Yeah, for original screenplays we have Noah Bomback for Marriage Story, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hanjin Won and Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Um, Rian Johnson for Knives Out, and then Christy Wilson, Karens, and Sam Mendes for 1917. All great movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would give it a Parasite, honestly, because it was. I, yeah, I cannot. You guys talk first. I need to formulate my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, Parasite. I mean, just what it what it said and the the metaphors. I mean, it's so metaphorical. So it's so metaphorical. <laughs> uh, it was funny. I, I back home, so I had already seen Parasite. Um, once in Syracuse, and then over winter break, so my friend used to work in a movie theater, so he, he got all these like free tickets for movies. So uh, I saw Parasite with him for the second time, and then I saw Uncut Gems for the first time. And after we saw both movies, he's like, "Dude, what's up with the rocks this year? Like rocks are just..." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I forgot about that. That was funny. In yeah. Parasite, wow. I, I'm curious what you guys uh, took away from Parasite, and just like I mean, th- there's a lot to unpack in this movie. Um, I mean, societal norms and like classism. Just, yeah, classism. Uh, there's just so much. Yeah. I mean, w- what did you guys take away from it? Tune in next week for full Parasite review with Adam Garrity, because I have not seen the movie right now. Ah, well, I have. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Well, wait, then wait, I definitely wait. don't want to spoil it, but... Has Adam seen Parasite? He will as of Saturday. Yeah, okay, oh, we'll okay. see, we'll see, we'll see. Wait, did we even talk about Best Picture? I hate... Nah. All right, just quickly, what are your predictions? Uh, it's between, like, three films right now. Like, three or four. Which ones? Like... Oh, my, the one I want to win would be Joker, but I know you guys have the hate for it. Um, I I, like not the hate, hate it. for it. It just um, didn't make a good impression. Oh, well, yeah, that's your opinion. Um, I would. I don't know. It's hard. I think 1917's going to get it, but I would want Parasite to get it because it's definitely going to get best foreign film. That's a lock. Yeah. Um, but I would want Parasite to get it. Yeah. I, I would give it to Parasite, and I think I'm... I, my my bet is that Parasite will win. I, I I'm between 1917 and Parasite, but I think Parasite might slightly edge it out. I hope it does. Um, because it just got a lot of hype in the last couple months, and obviously like, uh, Boon Jung Ho's bon, like, uh, Bon Joon Ho. Bon, yeah, definitely said that wrong. But uh, anyway, his comments about uh just Americans not wanting to Subta- to read yeah. subtitles is pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, apt. other other fantastic movie by Bon Joon Ho, Okja. 
like best movie of the year 2017. Hmm. Go I hit that weird, up. It's I on Netflix. Weird things about it's on Netflix. Netflix? Oh, okay. oh no, no, it's good. Oh, it's yeah, great. Really? It's beautiful. I just heard uh, what's her name's weird in it. The white woman. <laughs> The white woman. I um. Well, yeah, she plays like the representation of corporate America in one person. She's gonna be weird. All right, Dylan. What are your predictions? I really don't care. <laughs> like I, all of these films are outstanding achievements. Um, but ultimately, I feel like the Oscars is all not right. But if you had to, to predict what to what, what they're who's gonna win, not like if you who what cares you if you care. Oh. who do you think is gonna be as of the, by mov- the from the from the movies I've seen? I'm most interested in 1917. I think that's. It seems like people like it. Respect. I, I would totally not complain if 1917 got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys. I know, would. You guys know I love Little Women, and I would want that to get every award. But I think that Parasite is just too too good. It's too good. It is the one film that I just literally could not predict at all. It was so unpredictable. Nowhere. It was. It was amazing. It was. Awesome. A I want must Parasite watch to for win. Sure. A must watch. A must watch. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jenna, Owen, Mr. Bobby. Always a pleasure. Thank you, listener, for hanging out with us for this quick 30-minute episode of Review Cues, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.